people of the world. Welcome to episode 125 of Marketing as a Foreign Language. I was, I was at a skate park on my scooter this weekend. Yeah, I scoot. And yeah, we're live. And uh, this kid, I shouldn't say kid, this young man hurts himself badly going for this huge jump. Boom, crash. The whole park freezes, like does nothing. And in my head, that's stupid. He is writhing in agony on the ground, literally screaming like, blah. And I think to myself, well, I'll be the adult in the room, okay? And so I scoot over to him and I say, do you want me to call someone? Like, you okay, dude? And he says, get the F away from me. And he like totally lashes up. And, I th and I'm like, whoa. I'm like, okay. And he's like, he uses some other foul language. But he basically expresses to me like, hey, I'm not trying to be mean, but just leave me alone, man. Just leave me alone. And I was like, okay. You know, but uh, I'm 36. I've seen a decent amount of life at this point. And I thought to myself, you know, someone should check on this guy. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that, doesn't that make sense? Anyway, so I scoot away and uh, got that adrenaline bump of getting yelled at by someone. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's fine, whatever. So my daughter's at the park and she comes over and he comes over to me later and he apologizes. Uh, and he's, and during the apology, I'm like, it's, it's whatever, dude. And it's fine. And he, uh, I said, is it a thing? I'm like, am I missing something? Am I, am I the idiot who like doesn't understand the culture of like a skate park and the, mind you this isn't like a normal skate park this is like legitimate these are deep bowls um and people are doing some professional tricks out here you know what i'm saying and i'm just like i don't know what i'm doing i'm not a skater i'm not never have been but i'm trying to learn because my daughter's out there with her scooter so instead of being the dad on the sidelines i decided to be the guy who like cares and does it with his daughter and you know scoots around so anyway um so I say, is it like a thing to like not help people? And he's basically like, yeah. He's like, see what everyone else is doing, you know? And if they're not doing anything, then whatever. That's fine. And I kind of left it at that. But after the fact, I was getting to think and I was like, that's that seems terrible. Does that not seem terrible? Like at a certain point, someone could really hurt themselves. And the minutes between you and the hospital are pretty important. You know what I'm saying? Like you shatter your knee, you know, and you're bleeding internally, that sort of thing. So anyway, um, I didn't express that to him in the moment. But uh, upon further reflection, I thought to myself, that's crazy. So if someone gets hurt at the skate park again, I'm probably still going to be that guy who's like, are you okay? Because I would rather someone yell at me and me, you know, check in on them. In, in case like things are actually bad and everyone else is frozen, like paralyzed, not doing anything. I would rather be that guy. So what does that have to do with today's episode? I guess we're going to find out on today's episode. We've got Twitter reopening account verification. So apparently you can get a little check mark next to your Twitter. I think one of the points I'm trying to make is that when people are in pain, they tend to lash out. Um, and so this is just, I guess, something to remember as you move through your life. Instagram face, excuse me, frequently asked questions for business. So I think this article is about how you can add a fact to your Instagram business page, but we'll dive into that. 
More antitrust suits for Google and Facebook. Ugh, never ending, ongoing. I still think that I could run for a political office based solely off of uh, handling Facebook and Google. Well, no, not solely, but as a main um, running uh, platform. Google My Business post options. Google My Business is a big deal. We've talked about this a bunch. Um, what are the different options you can have for posting on Google My Business? Which ones work? Which ones don't? We'll talk about it. LinkedIn job post for White House food taster. This might be, uh, what do you call it? Oh, I get one vote. <laughs> Esther Sass in chat. Thank you, Esther. She, she writes, uh, I'd vote for you. And so that's one. Got one. One's all you need. LinkedIn job post for White House food taster. Is this actually a job? Is there someone like the medieval days who's tasting the food to make sure that nobody's getting poisoned? Is this a thing? Have we returned to feudalism? Or is this just a weird internet post that is not true? Facebook offers ad credits. These credits are for people that confronted or were affected by a bug in the software. So we will dive into that as well. My name is Kellen Kautzman. Uh, rumor on the street is I own a company called Send It Rising Internet Marketing. And uh, this is my show, Marketing is a Foreign Language. Everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I certainly did. Uh, it was very nice. Nice four-day stretch of chilling. So socialmediatoday.com is where we take this information. If you're curious where we're reading the articles from, all you got to do is look at the screen. It's in green. <laughs> or you can uh, check the description. It's all there. So according to this article, after shutting down its account verification application process back in 2017... Excuse me, Twitter says that it's now looking to reopen applications for account verification, which could give you a chance to get your own blue check mark. It's the thing dreams are made of, making you infinitely more important than others on the platform. So, can we make an SEO argument? Yes, we can. So, if you want to rank better in Google, does the little check mark on Twitter have some sort of um, effect? Yes, it does. Even though if we look in the back end of Google Search Console, we may not see links from Twitter. I personally have seen very few examples of, let me put this in a way that makes more sense. It is unlikely that Google is crawling all of Twitter. What's more likely is that if you tweet something and you're verified, that people will click on the links from Twitter and they'll end up on your website. Hooray. Now they're on your website. Google Analytics definitely tracks views from Twitter. So if the number of views from Twitter increase, you could make the argument, I will make the argument, that that would have a positive impact on your rankings, assuming everyone just doesn't bounce, assuming they go to your website for a good reason. So does the blue check mark in Twitter have an impact on Google rankings? I would argue, yes, it does. Back to the article, but hang on. As you can see, the actual policy around what verification means isn't set in stone yet. Uh, according to Twitter, it's currently seeking feedback, oh good, from a community as to what to expect it to represent. What does the ver verification mean? So I think this is also Twitter covering their behinds. 
because they are constantly being scrutinized for having fake accounts all over the place. And uh, if they can basically demean unverified accounts, then people can quickly look at an account and go, yeah, we're not so impressed. Um, there's a good chance it's a bot. Also, what is the verification process, right? Isn't that everything? Like, is it show me your driver's license? What is it? So according to the article, uh, because there was a level of confusion around what the blue check mark meant, no one really knew who should be approved for one, who should not. That led Twitter to verifying the profile of reported of a reported white supremacist leader, despite at the time looking to take more action against hate speech. So you've got ironies and hypocrisies. Obviously, if you have anything that large and you make a mistake, you're going to look pretty stupid. Because there was a level of uncertainty over whether the badge signified identity or endorsement, Twitter shut the whole thing down. So now they may be coming back again in an attempt to basically create two Twitters, your verified Twitters and your unverified Twitters. And so Dorsey can sit in front of, you know, AOC during a Senate hearing and she can say, you're being ridiculous you know, why would you allow this sort of hate speech on your platform? And he can say, well, as you can clearly see, it came from an unverified account, right? We're doing everything we can. Also, we didn't verify this account, right? It's one more step. Being a little bit less cynical, you can make the argument that it would make the platform better, which it probably would. I mean, if there are a bunch of verified accounts and a bunch of unverified accounts, you could make the argument. So there you go. Blue check mark. Instagram fact for business. Let's always remember that Facebook owns Instagram. Okay. So it's not like Facebook isn't growing massively as Instagram grows as well. It's also from socialmediatoday.com. One of my favorite news outlets. If you haven't uh, swung by socialmediatoday.com, you really should. It's a great website. So according to this article, Instagram is testing a new fact option for business accounts, which would give brands the capacity to provide quick tappable Q&A options within their direct feed when customers look to submit a message query. So uh, this is always the, the natural progression of uh, social media platforms. They're so trendy. They're so cool. And then because the conference room full of executives is always thinking about how much money the platform can drive, they try to create a business-friendly atmosphere once they've already created a culture um, that's great just for users. And then they really start thinking about the businesses. And then they go, okay, how can we give businesses more options? And then the cool factor slowly becomes like socks under sandals. Do you understand? Like it, it becomes Hawaiian shirts and fedoras at Walmart. Slowly. It datifies. And so we have the datification of Instagram right here with the frequently asked questions section. It's uh, it's dad jokes, basically. And that's fine. I'm not angry at Instagram for doing this. I think that it's wise for them. And there's a bunch of cool companies, but there's also like personal injury attorneys and uncool companies also doing it as well um, because they've got someone on staff and the main attorney is like, oh, why aren't we doing everything we can? And they're like, okay, fine. I'll add the frequently asked questions for our 300 followers on our Instagram page. You know what I'm saying? What are the frequently asked questions for a personal injury attorney? Do you represent slip and falls? Stuff like that. And they're just trying to slam keywords into the frequently asked questions. 
For something like Google My Business, it makes sense to me because let's say you're looking for a restaurant and you're wondering if they've got a vegan option. And then in the frequently asked questions, they answer that question, that sort of thing. Um, or what are your hours of operation or, or what are your holiday hours? There's just a million different facts that might exist. But the Instagram fact for business just goes to show that Instagram isn't really cool anymore is what I'm trying to say. TikTok and Snapchat are cool. Instagram is already going by way of Facebook with the datification. Uh, datification. Is that a word? It is now. More antitrust suits for Google and Facebook. Ugh. I'm not going to lie. It is a little boring to be covering this over and over again. It's nonstop. It's an avalanche of legislation against Google and Facebook. And perhaps it's too much. Like, let's not forget that these are companies that do pay payroll taxes. I know that they've got their weird... Ireland, like Irish to the Bahamas tax loophole for, for, for federal taxes. And we can talk about that, but uh, they still pay a bunch of taxes, um, payroll taxes specifically. And uh, the government in the United States is going after them. You know, like it's not a coincidence that Facebook and Google are American based companies. Like we have a pretty cool environment for um, tech entrepreneurship in the United States. It's pretty amazing what we've developed. Um, and I don't want to absolutely kill it. Google and Facebook are expected to face new antitrust lawsuits from Snopes.com. Again, I think politicians can really get, make a lot of hay after going after. And it's, what's funny is you've got like Senator Ted Cruz and AOC both attacking Google and Facebook. So both sides are unhappy with them. That's when you know you got a pretty big company. So anyway, continued investigations into the activities of tech giants, still potentially uh, putting Apple into the firing line of future lawsuit attempts. Oh, funny. Esther writes, datification refers to the collection, collective tools, technologies, and processes used to transform an organization to a data-driven enterprise. Uh, wh what the word I was saying, Esther, is dadification. Dadification. Like, like dad like a father, like things getting lamer, like you datified that outfit. It could have been cool, but then you put socks on and then sandals over them. That's the datification. I can see how that's confusing. Anyway, sources of the Wall Street uh, Journal advised the lawsuits will be based on probes at federal and state levels over Google search and advertising dominance. Well, yeah. I mean, Google is absolutely dominant. It's ridiculous when it comes to search. Some people advertise on Bing. We've advertised uh, on Bing. And uh, <laughs> Esther writes, like, I momified that. Correct. You got it right. You got it. You figured it out, Esther says. You got it. So I'm bored with the antitrust suits so far. I, I feel like there isn't enough news here. I feel like they're just making news. Um, yeah, bored. Moving on. Google My Business post options. So if you own a business and you have a location, you obviously want to Google My Business profile. What actually works? So let's look at offers. So you can do offer posts. So if you're wondering what uh, what it looks like, I wonder if I can actually switch my window capture here. to. Ah, I'm not going to switch over to my desktop, but um, Google My Business, you know what it looks like. Just type in the name of a business. It's on the right. You've got uh, the reviews. You've got fre frequently asked questions. Um, offers are probably the best thing you can possibly do on a Google My Business post because when someone searches for you and they're scrolling down, they might see the offer. It might make them more inclined to actually 
purchase. So Google post offers are a pretty big deal. Um, events, you can add an event. I don't know nowadays, is that really relevant? Probably not in the era of COVID. You can add a product, that's okay. Um, if I'm like looking at tires, like a, and for a new tire and there's a product tire, still I'm, I'm way more interested in like buy three tires, get one free way more interested in that than I am like, hey, check out this new product tire that we have. But that's just me. Um, if you're like a dress shop, same thing. Like if you're selling a physical object, um, I would argue that the um, the offer is so much better than the product. Um, what else can you do? You can add photos or videos, kind of boring. I mean, if you're a um, like a skate park and you have this new renovation, I could see that. You could have like a photo of coming soon or here's the new renovation or here's our new if you're like a trampoline park here's this new thing or some sort of visual cool new deal that's going on or if you're selling houses you could have a beautiful picture like a i don't know if you could do a 3d walkthrough um but uh you could definitely have a bunch of pictures there which would be okay oh or videos so you could do a video walkthrough of the property that sort of stuff point being is that uh, if you can add a t uh, 30 second video up to 10 30 second videos, according to uh, builtin.com, then why not? You know, you're, you've got a Google My Business profile. Um, and uh, we all know that Google understands videos pretty well. It definitely understands photos, what it's looking at. Um, it's probably getting much better at understanding what it's looking at, literally looking at when, uh, when it looks at a video. And so might be something worth considering. LinkedIn job post for White House food taster from the Washingtonian. Oh my goodness, finally, the moment we've been training for throughout the pandemic has arrived. The White House is hiring a professional eater. Is this true? According to the article, technically a professional food taster. And well, we're not sure if the job posting is real. The LinkedIn job post asks applicants if they want to join the front lines in a war against terror, but not a fan of guns. That's strange. Daily responsibilities are listed as eating the finest foods and the occasional corn pops to ensure they are safe for the leader of the free world. The listing start date is inauguration day. That seems like a joke to me. The whole idea of a presidential food taster is somewhat of an urban legend, with some sources saying it's a thing and some saying it isn't. It would not surprise me in the least if it were a thing. Would it surprise you if there was a White House food taster who tried food? Because at least you'd have a jump on the poison. I mean, if you make if you're making something and it's warm and someone takes a bite of it and, uh, you know, doesn't get sick right away and then someone else eats it like five minutes later, I still, you know, at least in that one guy starts frothing at the mouth, the food taster. I wonder if they taste the food way early. I don't know. It seems pretty antiquated. It seems like we have better science than literally a dude or a gal eating food to test whether or not it's poisonous. That seems pretty stupid and pretty old school. So, no. I don't think this is a real, uh, I really don't think this is a real thing, but who knows? I really don't know. Facebook offers ad credits. Uh, final article of the day, Facebook began offering credits to advertisers after finding a bug in its software. That's from mobilemarketer.com. Um, that helps marketers to measure the effectiveness of their ads in driving app downloads. The Wall Street Journal reported, citing people familiar with the matter, the social media giant's conversion lift tool showed erroneous results for 12 months. So this is Facebook. It revealed to advertisers this month 
The software glitch is especially concerning for some categories of marketers, such as retailers that are spending heavily on social media advertising to help recover sales. Though those marketers increased their spending on direct to consumer ad platforms, blah, blah, blah. The offer of an ad credit covers some advertisers that had used the conversion lift tool. So the big question for you, Facebook users, is uh, are you using the conversion lift tool? If so, Facebook may be offering credits to reimburse you. Um, three years ago, Facebook offered credits to reimburse advertisers billed for mobile video ads that played out of view, etc. So Facebook continues to screw up. My big question is how many screw ups go unnoticed? How many people are spending money and uh, simply don't know that the ad didn't run or it ran erroneously or it didn't work on certain devices or blah, 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 blah. Y you have to assume, or at least I assume that there's a large number and then how many, you know, does Facebook realize they screwed up, but quickly fix it and just move on? Um, Facebook's a big enough corporation where you could find as, as an engineer an issue, know that you would lose your job, that sort of thing, or fear that you would lose your job if you told everybody and quick fixed it. And that was that. And then you go to bed, you know, not well for a month. And then, you know, you think about that for the rest of your life. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, why don't we recap the events of the day? Uh, but before we do... Um, if you want to help us out, obviously, you know the drill. I don't even have to tell you to hit the subscribe button or the notification bell. You've seen it a million times. It is somewhat obnoxious to constantly see it. Is it not? I know it's a reminder, but still, always. Um, you can shoot us an email, info at senditrising.com. Give us a ring, 702-263-0141. If you have any internet marketing-related questions, social media questions, Google My Business, blogging, SEO, blah, 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 blah. That is what we do. Uh, our podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, and more. Let's recap. Twitter reopening account verification. Yeah, it's worth looking into, especially if you have a decent Twitter account. Do you want the blue check mark? You do. Instagram fact for businesses. Yes, the dadification of uh, Instagram continues as uh, they make it business friendly, perhaps at the cost of how cool they look. More antitrust suits for Google and Facebook. Yeah, more boring articles to read as far as I'm concerned. Google my business post options. There are quite a few. I should go back to this. Not necessarily boring, okay? It's just that the continued onslaught of um, legislation or, you know, like it's happened so many times that I think it's just kind of like the eyes gloss over. Does that make sense? It'll be interesting to see what happens eventually with the antitrust suits for Google and Facebook. But as it stands today, it, it seems to be the same article over and over again. LinkedIn job post for a White House food taster. I'm going to say not real, but who knows? Facebook offers ad credits because they too make mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for swinging by the show today. Very much appreciate it. We're actually going to be running some ads to help promote the show. Um, I went to uh, Google ads the other day and I found a little subsection of people that you can target recent business owners. So we're going to spend some money and see if we can't get some folks onto the show. Tell your friends. Appreciate y'all swinging on by and we will see you for the next glorious episode Every single day, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You know the drill. Talk to you tomorrow. Class dismissed.